Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Questioning a better way, one gracefully disruptive conversation at a time. turmeric and tequila happy friday uh hopefully this comes out on a friday we'll have to edit that out but we are excited today we've got the pod sound school in the house veronica and steve they are all things professional podcast social digital marketing sound uh everything you want to know around Oh gosh, podcast, social media. Uh, I feel like I need to call them just like every 10 minutes as I'm trying to figure out like we're, <laughs> we're, we're, do, we're doing a live IG right now, recording on Squadcast, figuring out sound. I'm looking at two cameras. It's a little crazy, uh, but we're, we're figuring this out along with you guys. So without further ado, you guys tell us about yourselves, your business, all the goods. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're, start? The, we're the pod sound school. I'm studio Steve and um, I'm the the lesser half, the least favorite of, of the, the duo. So yeah, we, yeah, we have a podcast, we have a YouTube channel and we have a blog where on all of those platforms, we teach everything podcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We help uh, podcasters, entrepreneurs, business owners, uh, anybody who is interested in starting a podcast to start a podcast kind of like in a different and innovative way, mm-hmm. uh, having in mind, uh, marketing and, and promotion and all of the things that we didn't have in mind when we promoted, when we started podcasting years ago, <laughs> we just <laughs> yeah. jumped into recording our voices and we were hoping for the best. So now we, what we do is to try to save people from the pain of not getting listeners and the pain for not getting downloads and just getting uh, off of a good start. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge. And I, we're big on turmeric and tequila. Obviously I'm marketing and branding and, you know, I, I kind of dabble in between the startup world and then the, the bigger corporates. I love the passion piece. And I always champion my business owners that start from that place of pas- passion versus like, Oh, I see a margin in the game. Let's, you know, produce, produce this consumer package good because we can make some money. So tell me a little bit about your guys' individual stories on how, like, when did you start podcasting and, and why did that become a passion piece? Uh, well, it actually, like everything else came from Veronica, her wild ideas. Um, she, so I've been an audio producer for many years. That's all I've been doing my whole life is uh, as an audio engineer. And my mother has a really interesting story. Um, without going into details, she went through conversion therapy in the LDS religion and she's a lesbian and they tried to cure her of her homosexuality. Yeah, it's really deep, interesting story. And one night Veronica was like, you should make a podcast with your mom. And I was like, I should. (laughs) And that's actually what got us into podcasting. And so Mm -hmm. I just poured my heart into that project and it did really well. It got a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. Um, It was pretty cool because we got to witness her transformation of making this podcast, how just getting her story out there, how... Just the thought of her that uh, the thought that she could help other people mm-hmm. with her podcast and just to put it all out there, her pain, her experiences, it was very transformational. So we're like, wow, this is very, this is so powerful. Yeah, it was really cool to see the the 
cathartic and like the powerful personal transformation that she went through because of it was awesome. Mm -hmm. And then I was just fumbling around and we were both fumbling around trying to promote it and wound up getting it on the new and noteworthy iTunes for a while on the Apple podcast, which was huge. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I know we even got approached by CAA. Yeah, we got approached by CEA. They they have her show on their shelf, the creative rights. They might, you know, they they collect a lot of shows just in yeah. case they ever want to turn it into something. Mm-hmm. But wait, so really quick question, not to interrupt you as I always do, mm-hmm. but um, was I've I found podcasting is very generational, and obviously, and I think I'm right on the cusp of that because I wasn't a huge podcast listener, and then I was like, let's start a podcast. Um, <laughs> and you should always know what you're doing, but you know, if you know me, that makes sense. Was your mom okay being a different generation with a not only sharing her story, but b really understanding what what podcasting and what that social medium was and its potential impact to get it out there? Yeah, she was excited about it. I think okay. she's just been waiting to tell that story her whole life, you know, mm-hmm. and she's been wanting to write a book. Um, and so this kind of lit the fire under her butt and made her kind of come out and mm-hmm. tell this story. And now she listens to podcasts. She's yeah. made some and It friends. was therapy for both of you. I remember that she came here and she stayed here for three days in our home because we have the studio here in our basement uh-huh. and they were recording this podcast and all these things that, about their past and, and yeah. about, uh, you know, Steven growing up and all that mm-hmm. with um, that situation at home, it just, they would come up to the kitchen, like all like bowling and, and <laughs> hugging. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was wow. a very interesting experience. Mm. Wow. And so, yeah, so she was really cool with it. And then that generational thing's funny. And so she actually wound up making friends with other podcasters um, and uh, some very good friends I think she has in Virginia. And then she traveled back to Maryland and people recognized her there. Oh, you're, you know, so she has this little bit of celebrity from it. Yeah. That's mom. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, that's so crazy. I mean, that's an awesome story. This is what I love when we have these conversations. I, I never would have guessed that was going to come out, but that's amazing. <laughs> and that's such a mm-hmm. deep piece of the ethos of the why. Um, yeah. And I, I think that audiences and it's particularly our young humans so care about, like they really get into is the product quality is the service quality, what have you. But when it really comes from that deep authentic space it's such yeah. an it's such an awesome thing to highlight in this day and age because i think audiences our young people really know how to get into the details of things and they appreciate you and are loyal all the more because of that raw honesty and that incredible journey mm-hmm. that's so cool yeah the honesty and then i love that you started with passion too because that's actually if we uh when we go through our like bullet points that you're supposed to have as a small business when you have your mission statement you know mm-hmm. you always have five I gotta bullet do those. points <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> all right here our first one is a question which is like are you having fun. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we really, really think that it should be a fun thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so then from that, uh, we also received this incredible reception from the podcasting community. And that was another passion piece for us too, mm-hmm. is that like, it was like, especially coming from the music background and then Veronica, you'll have to go on, listen to her background a little bit because it's pretty crazy too. But, uh, and then in the film background as well, being in those very competitive kind of harsh communities uh, being in the music world and then coming into the podcast space and seeing how welcome and I don't know, like honest and it's just such a welcoming community of people. Yeah. And that's, that's how the pod sound school started was when we were doing rate reviews for that podcast, my mom's podcast, uh, 
we just started noticing, we listened to hundreds of podcasts and all of their audio was pretty bad. So we, we thought, that's the dog bark. Yeah, yeah I, know, I have dogs barking and my audio is like my biggest thing. So we stand in humble space. It's all good. She's, they're like playing good. right now. So it's, yeah. it's real. I know the dog hey. barks have never bothered me. Yeah, well, you know, we it's, have a dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I hope that's beer, by the way, but it's authenticity all the way around out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish it was beer. It's, it's tea. I put the beer behind me. <laughs> Acceptable. Um, um, you've been sober for two days. Yeah, for two days. <laughs> two days. I was going to say, quarantine, that's no small feat. I've actually been busy, so I've been, I've been drinking less than people probably think. Um, the enthusiasm for tequila is still real. But, you know, now we, we jump on Zooms, it's like 8 a.m. People are like, I don't know what they're drinking. Not that I'm judging, but I, I think I think there might be parties starting earlier. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's being hard. I ain't <laughs> judge. Yeah, no judge. My dog's judging though. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, so Veronica, tell us uh, a little bit about your background. I, I love all this. I love how universe has just tornadoed you guys together on all levels. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm a lawyer. I graduated a few years ago with a law degree, and I started working for a credit card company in the. Um, money laundering department oh and it sounds very fancy and very oh money laundering but (laughs) oh my gosh it was so so hard and dry and boring and repetitive and i was just not very fulfilling with my with my work and so i got myself in a situation where um i didn't know if i wanted to pursue a law career anymore. I just didn't think that there was a potential for growth and what I chose to practice. And I just, I would come home and see Steven like, working on these really cool projects and, and getting in, in touch with the, with the podcast community and with podcasters. And he would be in his studio and he would like, have, be all like, happy and, and fulfilling what he was doing. And I would come home all uh, miserable. And <laughs> so I would be like, oh, why don't you do this? Why don't you, I would give him like creative ideas to uh, apply to his projects. So one day he told me, why don't you just quit your job if you're so miserable? I'm like, what, are you crazy? Like, <laughs> but I have 10 degrees. My <laughs> job, like, <laughs> no, 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 no. And then I would go to work every day thinking, should I quit this job? And it was on a Friday. He, he told me, well, just don't go back. I coached. <laughs> I, I did some good coaching. Life's too short. This is the yeah. first time she's ever done this. I'm like, you're going to go in there and you're just going to grab all your shit yes. and you're going to leave. You know, it's going to feel really and, good. And that's what I did. And mm-hmm. the moment I grabbed all my things and I, and I went out of that building, it felt like freedom to me. Mm-hmm. We had, we had savings thankfully. Uh And we just went all in with the pod sound school and we started creating and it's been such a fun ride. And it's been so fun to work with Steven because he is so creative and he's so talented. And every idea I I come up with, he's like, yeah, well, I I got you covered. I know how, (laughs) even if he doesn't. For all our listeners, if you're wondering if they're real, because they're such a phenomenal duo, you got to see them even in person. They go back and forth <laughs> like this, and it, it's such an authentic, wonderful team. And I'm, I'm a team sports animal. And yes, there are a couple in case you're wondering, but um, or at least I hope you still are. I didn't want to put him in the spot. We're a thing. We're <laughs> yeah, an item. They're an We're item. item. Um, We're an item. But it's it's really magical to see you guys like, together on camera. But I was so fortunate to see it in person because it's like, 
oh my God, you guys really are such a good thing. One thing too. Like it's a yin and yang. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a good t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're on Amazon. They want to be um, but Veronica, to think of you in like a corporate situation with, especially like, you know, money laundering or something, you're like bright colors and spicy and her mm-hmm. energy's here to see that muted by the corporate world almost mm-hmm. breaks my heart a little bit. So I'm mm-hmm. super glad you broke free. Yeah. 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 Before that, she's working for the DA, DA's office. Yeah. Before that, I was working for the district attorney's office here in Utah, in Salt Lake City. (laughs) And I would just come home, like, because I'm obsessed with crime. That's how I got into podcasting, like, into into love uh, podcasting was with true crime shows because I love crime. I'm obsessed with crime. That's kind of like my guilty pleasure. So that's how I got into podcasting when I was in law school. And then, I mean, who would have thought that I would be producing podcasts as well? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. That's her. I got to link you to one of my friends. She loves murder and crime. And I'm on the other Ooh. side of things. I'm like yes. rainbows and unicorns and spirit yes. animals. And yeah, yeah. I'm that's, there too. That's my people. That's yeah. my people. I can't do the crime oh or the horror movies or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Care Bears and, you know, um, <laughs> okay, so how long ago was, did you guys start uh pod town school? Like what was the duration? Uh, it was March of 2019 only. Oh, so it's pretty recent. How, when was mm-hmm. your first podcast with your mom? That was a long time ago. That was a, a few years ago. 2017. Years, 2017. Okay. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So podcast, I'm new to it, but I think it's really taken off ish in the past like five years. But yeah. when we went to Podfest, which we'll kind of talk about next, there's people like, oh, we've been doing this for 10 years. And I was like, was there, was there iTunes 10 years ago? I don't even know. Um, I'm assuming so, but I was even late, I think to the iPod game, but how, how, how did it, how, when you guys initially got in, how fast did it grow? Cause a couple, I thought you were longer than a couple years, but has have things just like exploded in the past two years because of podcast notoriety and, you know, Joe Rogan and all these guys really becoming known. Yeah, absolutely. It mm-hmm. has. Um, it's been crazy. The last specifically like from two, I would say 2018 to now, Mm -hmm. it's like turning into an entirely different industry. Um, Mostly, I think that a lot of people credit it to Serial, the popularity of the Mm -hmm. show Serial. I don't um, even know that show. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a true crime show, right? It's kind of like oh. a true crime show. Yeah, okay. and it just massively popular, so it hit the masses and made podcasting or podcasts more well known. But then also, I think it just blew up because it's such a. Uh, I think I think it's blowing up because it provides what a lot of the other platforms are taking away from us, um, and the way that we're totally engrossed in our media and we're always on our phones and we're always like glued to this quick, these quick moving flashing images constantly mm-hmm. yeah. that pod- podcasts provide us a way to, of connection to that sort of give us what we're missing in that way. But that's yeah. just sort of my, my yeah, <laughs> and it's box. also because you can, uh, you know, say whatever you want and support any cause with your podcast. Really. I, d- I don't support, you know, like people offending other people or being racist and all this, mm-hmm. but there's no censorship. Yeah. Whatever your message, your idea, uh, you know, you're you're promoting your your product, your service. You can do it with your podcast. It's not like Facebook or Instagram that they can take your post down mm-hmm. because you're addressing something that they don't approve of. Yeah. So in 2019, Spotify. Uh, I I like to think of it as the Spotify Apple Wars, (laughs) but Spotify purchased uh, 
Anchor Media. They purchased Gimlet Media, uh, and they purchased a bunch of shows that I think it was like millions and millions of dollars they put into the industry. And so mm-hmm. now huge companies, huge advertising companies are getting involved. And that I think is because of how powerful it is as far as advertising mm-hmm. and marketing. Do you guys think, I think this is kind of every small business's long-term goal. Would you guys like to be acquired at some point or do you like being handcuff free uh, at least for right now? That's a good question. And we, question. we haven't, we haven't thought about how we would respond or react to something like mm-hmm. that. I mean, we like the freedom and we don't like to be restricted, but yeah. money talks. I know. <laughs> but I'm sitting here like, don't, don't do it. Don't sell out. Don't do yeah. it. Um, because I literally started my podcast, not to, to start speaking the truth and marketing and branding, as you know, a lot of it is smoke and mirrors and in the nutrition industry and supplements and no, my, uh, but it wasn't about this cast isn't about, you know, calling out the bad. It's about highlighting the good because so many really good influencers are out there. So many really good companies are out there that really cut into their margins to do things the right way and blah, blah, blah. The second you go to those larger corporate situations and Veronica, I've had a lot of experience with that. And Veronica, I think you have too for a reason. So, you know, like we know firsthand experience what that's Mm -hmm. like. And I'm not saying it will always be like that, but you know what you're getting into before you do. So Mm -hmm. if something is your baby, whether it's a consumer package, good or a podcast or a product, you know, the second you sell it, like you will be compensated but it is no longer yours. And mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Particularly something like this when it's your voice and it's it's still you. Mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know what that sales conversation is because it's such a different thing than like a consumer package good. It's yeah. you, it's your face, it's your voice, it's your brand, it's your soul. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> and so it, I don't know, it's really it's a tricky conversation and um I'm here to be clear with universe that at some point I would love for this to be like the full-time thing and this is like what we do. Mm-hmm. But in a calculated way, I think you got to be careful what you ask for too, because mm-hmm. um, I don't know. But honestly, I, I do think that in this day and age, there there's a way to have both sides. Uh, particularly if you have a good team and we have you know people like you guys that are really quarantining, no pun intended, the the business structure and and the way to do things right. Because I don't even think our big companies know how to do it. So then they need people like us that have been doing it for a while to actually be mm-hmm. like. We can pay for you, but we don't even know what the hell we're doing checks and balances around because we don't know. Um, yeah, so exactly, and I think that's what's so also so exciting about the podcast industry. Um, so you mentioned Podfest; we were there in Orlando, mm-hmm. and then pr- prior to that, we were also in Los Angeles. We went to Podcast Movement, which was really fun because it's it's um, to see the two different worlds. The mm-hmm. I don't know if it's West Coast, East Coast, or if it's just LA people are all about. I would um, say the podcast movement is more like corporate and, yeah. and big names and Podfest is more indie. It's more indie. It's a combination of both. Yeah. But Podcast Evolutions in LA was all the big corporations, big mm-hmm. advertising companies, all the big money. And maybe that's also because we were on the in industry pro track. So all of the things we were going to were the industry pros. But well, for anyone listening, just to clarify, though, these are two big like podcast industry festivals. Yes. Yeah, um, uh-huh. And that's that's where I met uh, Veronica and Steve was at Podfest. And I was blown away with the community, the humans, uh, the mission statement. So few people are monetizing at this point. It was just totally 
fluid passion everywhere. I mean, mm-hmm. people just, and it was such a diversified topic. I've said this a hundred times. It wasn't even just diversity in our humans, like in race and gender and what have you. It was military and moms and, you know, turmeric and tequila and you guys that are mm-hmm. like professionals around the audio and the production mm-hmm. and the marketing. It was just so diversified. And yet this really deep, common underlying uh, thread of passion that everyone was there literally to question a better way and highlight an experience or something that they had gone through and think that it can be done better in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, exactly. And get their message out and make a difference. And exactly. That's, that's, that's the, almost the spiritual calling of it, you know, which mm-hmm. is really beautiful. I yeah. think you put it perfectly. Yeah. That was such a cool, um, event. It was, it was so cool. And it was the last time we were around Around people. Around people, yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Around adults. I was coming home in the Orlando airport, and I, and that's one of the biggest airports in the world. And I was seeing, I think everything was sanitized at that point and all the things, but that was the mm-hmm. last time I was at an airport. Um, and that was, was that three months ago? Two months ago? And when was that? Um, I, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I think it was. It it's was all the, one It was the first week in March, but it feels like it's been a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It feels was, like forever ago. Was that the first podcast you guys had gone to? Yeah, yes. the first pod mm-hmm. fest. Okay. Yeah, uh, so we made it uh, the goal this year that we were going to go to all of the podcasting events. And we just made it to two because, oh no, to three because there was three. another one here in Salt Lake. Yeah. Uh, we made it to three and that was it because the other ones are canceled. Yeah, but we've also, we did an independent podcast conference virtually. Yeah, virtually. Um. We actually spoke at that one. We both did a presentation there too. So there's a lot of virtual podcast conferences going on now too. That's mm-hmm. pretty fun. Do you, but, was, was there one you recommend over the other or are they all kind of different vibes on different uh, things? I don't know. They're both kind of cool. I think the pod fest is a little more of that feel good, like passionate indie mm-hmm. flavor, like labor of love kind of thing. Yeah. We had different experiences speak, uh, not only because they're different, but because for a podcast movement, we had to bring our baby. Yeah. And, and oh, we okay. were the only ones with a baby. I don't think people in LA like babies. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that our right, baby was well received. We got her a Pod Sound School t-shirt and I was like, we're going to be celebrities. At this. Oh, <laughs> marketing backfire. Next time, yeah. here's here's a pro tip. If you have a baby, go buy like a hundred mini bottles of alcohol. Have an array because people are picky of good alcohol, not like, you know, Cap- Admiral Nelson or something terrible. Um, no <laughs> Offensive to them if they want to sponsor, call me. Uh, <laughs> kidding. Uh, and pass out the airplane bottles wherever you go. So if you're at a restaurant or something, there's people around you, you give them a little airplane bottle, be like, sorry about the baby. Here's a little token of our appreciation. And you're good to go. Oh my gosh, I love yeah. that idea. That's a really yeah. good idea. I love it. We're going to do if they it. Don't, oh. If they don't drink, bring like, I don't know, a mini vitamin water or something else. or yeah. something. <laughs> And then you can tag it with some of your branding. <laughs> tag me on social media. I wish media. you yeah. talked to you beforehand because yes. I was... My strategy backfired big time. <laughs> so we didn't get to network a lot because of that. But mm-hmm. um, Yeah, so definitely if you're thinking about attending um, a podcast conference, I would say Podfest was my favorite. Yeah, I okay. think so too. Podcast uh, movement. We went to the one in LA. They have another one in Houston. In, the, in Houston, we were going to go to Maybe that Maybe that one is, is similar to Podfest because it's been... This was the first year that they would do it in LA, mm-hmm. Podcast Movement Evolutions. And that's why it was maybe a little different than the original Podcast Movement in Houston. Okay. Yeah. And there's just a lot more like class and style and things 
that I think people were concerned with in LA, you know, the branding <laughs> and the place. I mean, they took over the whole, the whole hotel had podcast mm-hmm. movement branding all over. They had oh, tables. Wow. And it was they got really big budget. Cool. Do they have big sponsors? Like someone's paying they, for this. Yeah, yeah, they do have they big had huge sponsors. sponsors. Okay. Like they had iHeartMedia and One Drink. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, okay. So the president of iHeartMedia spoke there and mm-hmm. like, you know, he's a big time uh, in the radio yeah. industry. But, yeah, and the president of, president of wandering. But that's what too. that's what excites me, and this was a point we were touching on earlier too. Is uh, even with the big wigs and the and you mentioned like they don't really know what they're doing or what the how to, the checks and balances and stuff is that currently right now the podcasting world the business world of podcasting is like the wild west. You know, totally. It's, well, so is social media. Like no one. I do a ton of consultation around that, and I'm like. Did you Google uh, influencer marketing on the way to the meeting? Because <laughs> that is completely not reality. And there's just a, such a massive disconnect from our young people who are professionals in the game and mm-hmm. our older CEOs that are professionals in their game, but they're disconnected from the ground level. So mm-hmm. the baseline, it so excites me to see good humans like you guys literally on the mic because marketing to me is such a big deal. It's really defining our realities, particularly to our young people. And they're consuming so much of it that it forms you know, what they think so early so to know there's really good responsible humans behind the mic the camera what have you is so huge i mean for humanity thank you yeah it really is please take compliment wholeheartedly because it's such a big deal and you have a small human in your house uh yes we have three oh Oh, three okay oh my god four with our dog Hashtag tequila. She's okay. not human, but she acts like, <laughs> like one. <laughs> um, mine, mine for sure. I don't even want them to think that I'm. Mine's under the table right now. I wanted to hear that. I don't think that she is. Um, <laughs> but it's it's such a big deal because again, people are consuming this way more than you think, and our big corporate giants truly don't know. So to know that there's good people out there that can potentially direct them and then further the reach on such a massive level is is huge. And this is what we need for humanity right now. It's such a big deal to know mm-hmm. that you know. And coming from podcast, be like, oh my God, these are such great people and they're willing to put their voice out there. And I know their, their message is going to be consumed by our young humans. This is awesome. And this is a huge point of disruption where our young people can be like, mm, I actually believe this person, even though you're CEO of 50 years and you have all this marketing budget, I know how to see through the BS and these humans have lived it and it comes from super authentic space and they listen. Like it's, yeah. mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. So, Thank you. Yeah. yeah and then cool. I think also that's where those, when people have that kind of, uh, I don't know, intention, you know, that truth to their values, they stay true to yeah. their values, integrity, I guess you would say, yes. uh, then they can choose which companies or which way they want to advertise their show. And that's the other thing that's really unique about podcasters is some of them, you know, the ones on iHeartRadio or the bigger corporations, the bigger podcast networks, it's just like radio advertising, you know, traditional radio advertising. But it's cool. There's a lot of fun, new, unique, fun ways you could do business as well. Right. I hope it doesn't get too corporate too fast. I know it's coming. I mean, iHeartRadio and everything. And and I'm not throwing shade on anyone's level. This is just open combo in, in my own experience because we've had quite a bit at this point. Um, it, I just hope it doesn't go too fast and people really hold tight to the freedom and like how we can just do this however we want and talk about things. And you see in your own personal story years ago with you and your mom, it's two generations on a deeply personal story that really drew into people. And I don't know what kind of marketing behind it or whatever, but it authentically reached people and it it spread like crazy and it it, it kind of guided the light to your future to your now so mm-hmm. 
like you said, yeah. the, pow- the power is real. So I hope it maintains for at least a little yeah, while. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> and I, I, I think it always is going to have that power, especially. And then there's things that the little guys and the indie guys can do and we can get together and collectively start our own podcast networks, yeah. you know, yes. or they call them, uh, what are they? Collectives is what they're, mm-hmm. a lot of people are calling them. Um, uh, which many is cool armies. Because, yeah. Because, you know, it's not always about the downloads, you know, it's not about how many listeners you have. A lot of times you find a lot of benefits in having a podcast that way are way more important to you and more mm-hmm. valuable to you than having 500,000 downloads a year or whatever. Oh, you know? well, 80, 20 rule, 80% of your business comes from 20% of your clientele. So I completely mm-hmm. agree with you. Everyone gets wrapped up in these numbers and, and whatnot. And that's fine. Um, I would love to have a million listeners so long as it actually, it's a million people that care about it. It's not about, mm-hmm. you know, instantaneous BS. Um, but I'm with you. I think it's, it's really critical to identify your listener and then totally cater to them because Mm -hmm. that is, that's your bread and butter. And that's where you have the opportunity to make the most impact. Um, Mm -hmm. so on that note, let's jump in. We're on minute 27 on how to make a podcast. Uh, (laughs) give us, you know, my, I get calls all the time now. Like, do you have it professionally produced? Do you do this? And I'm like, I, I can't, I did as a consultant put together a one pager that's like, here's what I use. Here's my, um, platform, my editing, my mics, my this, a one-stop shop. And then I build in like an hour of consultation. It's 150 bucks. If I had that starting out, it would have saved my life. Like so much of it has been trial and error. And I actually started with a production crew that did it. And there's all to get into reasons why I, I stopped that and started just taking over it. Um, but tell us now more than ever, when we're leaning into like zoom and shout out Squadcast and all mm-hmm. these, you know, e-forms, e-platforms to connect. Why is it more important than ever to start a podcast and what are the first steps in doing so? Okay. Well, the first question, why it's more important than ever is kind of what we've been talking about. The It's getting more competitive every, you know, more and more people are pouring into podcasting, but then also it's getting easier and the technology is totally available. Um, many people are having a lot of success starting on their phones, uh, surprisingly, it's something I didn't want to believe for a long time because I'm an audio engineer. I'm like, you cannot record a podcast on your phone. But then we did some experiments because we had so many people asking us about it. And we actually got some pretty good results. Uh, we did a mock podcast called Tango with Veronica. Um, <laughs> it's on we, Anchor. It's on Anchor. And we okay. completely produced it on your phone. So that's a really cool way to to start and you can get your feet wet is with your phone even before you even get a microphone and kind of start to get that podcast, uh, get your podcast voice, you know, because I think there's a lot of um, concerns we have when we're thinking about starting podcasts. We have a message. We want to get our message out. You know, we want to connect with people. Um, But there's that concern, those insecurities of, well, is it just going to be my mom and my husband listening or um, is it like, I don't think my voice would sound very good on a microphone or how do I, how do I talk? Do I have a podcast voice or yeah. like, is there a radio hey voice or yeah. Yeah, how's it going? You know, and all that. <laughs> and then also the technical overload, the information overload, what's an RSS feed, you know, mm-hmm. all of that. And so um, I guess I got off top. I'm not very good at answering questions. I just realized because <laughs> yeah. the first question, yeah, was, um, why it's so important to get into podcasting. Mm -hmm. And then the second question is how you can get started and really how you can get started. Like you said, is find someone who has uh, like a cheat sheet or a jumpstart guide. We have a jumpstart guide too. And then I would also highly recommend taking um, online courses 
we're actually just putting out an online course ourselves that's a jump start, get your podcast off the ground. We call it Smart and Sexy Podcast Launch. Hey, which one's and, smart and which one's sexy? I know the answer is easy here, but I'm just teeing you up for a golden star. Sexy. I'm the sexy one. <laughs> she's the smart. I love this you guys. angle. You wouldn't think that with this angle here on Instagram. I know. My, I kind of go to both. I'm like, it's not very flattering. <laughs> At least your lighting on the video looks great, though. So you're good. Okay, good. <laughs> I think to answer your question, like right now, is just so we are craving human connection. We are. I mean, I woke up this morning. I've had a really hard couple of days because all of a sudden, I. I it's not that I am the most social person, but all of a sudden, I just want to go out and make friends. Yeah. Or I just want to go out and take this you know, dancing classes or, or cooking class. I want to do all these things that we cannot do right now because of the current circumstances. So it's just that this craving of having something that can connect me to a community and a podcast can, can do that for you. Mm -hmm. And not only that is if you have a message to share right now, if you have any kind of skill that you think that can help anybody out there that can help people to uh, to bring more joy, to give them the skills they need to start working from home, to teach them skills about you know how to how to work from home, how to homeschool your kids, how to keep your kids happy in this very difficult situation is also it's almost like your moral duty to do it now. Mm -hmm. And I think podcasting can provide that platform for you besides, you know, coupled with social media too. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Mm -hmm. Also, if you're a business too, like, you know, I know that there's a lot of people struggling to have that. They have their ways to communicate with their employees and with people in, in their teams, but also they're missing that part of, of, connection and they're missing that part of of I'm I, I'm going to share this message of hope this message of of, of um and I'm going to remind them why they're part of this team are going to we're going to remind them how you know it's important to stay together it's just another it's a very good complement to the other platforms that you have going on mm -hmm. to keep your business going and and to keep to keep that momentum going and mm -hmm. not slow down right now. I, I completely agree. And I, I wanted to even kind of jump back to something you said earlier, Steve, where, you know, in everything in like YouTube, and that's another medium I'm trying to tackle and really dial in, but with everything kind of like instantaneous and quick and one like and one picture and Instagram, podcasting, it's funny. It's some of them are, you know, 30 minutes, some of them are an hour, but it's really interesting mm -hmm. to see where people can't, you know, I tangent all the time. People go on. I saw one of my, um, Friends always post real estate photos and there's homes now like the new thing is to have an audio room where you just sit and listen to music or podcasts or what have you versus a TV. And so it's wow. so, yeah, mm -hmm. it's so weird to think like everything we're kind of learning right now in, in marketing and whatnot is quick, quick, quick. Nobody has any attention span, blah, blah, blah. But then you see podcasts taking off and like Rogan's three, four hours and these yeah. diatribes and monologues and all the things. And it goes completely against what we think is working. So mm -hmm. I, I think it's so awesome. And as a branding professional, I, I've done a lot of personal management, maybe even with a couple of humans that you know that are somewhat notable on TV and what have you, uh, not the important piece. The more I had gotten into it, and this is why I so encourage with podcast people, please don't overthink like your branding and your voice and who's listening and what have you, because we really are exactly the way we need to be. And this is gonna sound so cliche, but 
we really are exactly in tune. Everything that's within you and how the, all the little idiosyncrasies that you do and naturally have and have, you know, because you grew up a certain way or things that have happened in your life that helped shape you. That's the brand. That's who you mm-hmm. are. That's yeah, your voice. Exactly. We, you don't yes. need professionals, someone like me to come in and change stuff. All you do is need to reveal what's already there. And mm-hmm. yes. I think people Mm -hmm. just discount, you know, their journey with, even if you're 17, you know, and you feel compelled to say something, there's, there's a reason for that. And like you said, with your mom, I never would have guessed you said something around your mom and, you know, sexuality and conversion. I mean, these are like intense topics. Um, Mm -hmm. and to talk about that, that's a huge conversation. So no branding human can come and be like, this is a good idea. Let's come up with this. And it's, Mm -hmm. that was an authentic piece. So yeah, I, starting exactly. with the why and, and kind of revealing what's within you, I always think is, is, is step number one, but yeah, I think so too. And that's, um, actually we put this term on our smart and sexy podcast launch, but that's actually what we mean by sexy is find what it is about you that makes you the most sexy. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about physical looks. We're talking about uniqueness, um, that uniqueness and personal that, stories, yeah, and- the weirdness. And just to let your, your quirks shine mm-hmm. cuz yes. that is what we we think that is what will set you apart you know in yeah. the out and we there get the that world. a lot we get that oh everybody has a podcast yeah yeah well it, it doesn't matter what kind of industry you're go- you're planning on getting into chances are that there's going to be a lot of people doing that same thing but what makes it different is you yeah. is what you bring to the table is is your background is your your stories the way you look the way you speak the way you move your hands uh-huh. the way you use language to communicate is your voice mm-hmm. that's what what makes what's going to make your your project your podcast different from the others yeah and then i think the because I'm a sound guy and because we're the pod sound school, then you just need to make sure you've got an, an okay microphone. <laughs> add some glitter and, to it. <laughs> yeah. Add some glitter to it. Add some polish to it. Yeah. Um, because you do want to sound your best. And we're always trying to encourage people to include quality as part of their brand. Um, yeah. Because why not? And that's mm-hmm. a, your listeners are going to appreciate that. And to understand the medium itself and that a lot of the content that we're creating is to provide an experience for people and so if there's a lot of distortion or reverb or echo or clips or, um, you know, one, the co-host is way louder than the host. Or, mm, that's you know, me right here. <laughs> this emoji. <laughs> We're learning. Um, but the, the, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. You can learn as you grow and that's. Mm-hmm. And make mistakes. And that's the best way to learn as well. Yeah. Too. And one of the things we're trying to teach in our course is that uh, the technical side of podcasting doesn't have to be intimidating or mm. complicated or super expensive to make you sound good. Like Steven knows, I mean, he's the best at teaching all the audio stuff and mm. teaching the principles and, and just get you going with good sound without breaking bank. So that's, uh, it's, it's, I'm very fortunate to have him. Mm-hmm. here like <laughs> handling all the technical stuff that's what but i mean <laughs> if he would te- if i would have the time and he would teach me how to do it i think i will learn it very quick it's well i don't know i think she's flattering <laughs> she she helps with the she helps bring me back to a person who doesn't know any mm-hmm. of that stuff because i she when you start talking about audio production she completely goes blank and so she's always saying to me like can you explain that in a yeah, way like that- what is it what is this gonna do to my voice or what is yeah. this gonna do to my you just explain it to me in a way what's the benefit uh-huh. so she's she's helped me tremendously with that being able to communicate these 
concepts on a more in layman's terms mm-hmm. and like why and I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't get it. That's <laughs> all for me. It's, I think that's great though. I think it's good that number one, you guys are really good at your respective roles because then you can be really, it's hard to be good at everything, which we talked about. They audited my podcast, which was incredibly helpful. Uh, I don't know if you guys listened to the last podcast I put out, but I, I really took what your feedback to heart. I added an intro. Oh, we're going to do it. Still be kind on the audio. Cause it was me. And I part, shout out to Theon. We're going to work together as far as the audio and we're to trade a little bit of, um, I hate to say commercial and ad space. We're going to shout outs on each other's pocket. We're doing like a creative partnership just to dial in the sound and help exposure for both Fun. of us. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we're listening. So, it's, so Theon also has a podcast. Uh, he edits the audio for, oh God, you're, and I can't look at my phones on here. Uh, oh. Esther and Esther and something with cards. I'm the worst right now, but he does oh, okay. all the audio there and he's uh, a gangster in the audio space like you. So oh, okay. we're going to, put it together but i took all the feedback we had a link tree so if anyone has a podcast and you want to do like an audit with them it was so helpful it was it was pretty quick uh and they gave me oh, really awesome. great feedback around my cast instagram our instagram page for it and anyways my long-winded point i took to heart what you guys said so this the last cast i put out we added intro um audio i hope is a little bit better it was still me and uh i updated some things on instagram and whatnot Oh, so, cool. Yeah. That's that's great. Yeah, we try to... Uh, our pod audits that you're talking about, that's what we do in our Facebook group. Um, so it's a way that we can keep our chops up as podcast coaches. Mm-hmm. And also, it's just really fun. It's like our favorite night of the week. We do that most Thursdays. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times, it's we've baked it in because it's it gives... It, prioritizes actually listening to podcasts mm-hmm. because yes. as we got more into working, we started listening to podcasts less. Less and less. Yeah. yeah. So because we're it, so BC. Yeah. So it's cool to be able to listen to podcasts. And um, I'm glad you found mm-hmm. that helpful. Uh, we could go on for so much longer too. I'm always worried that we don't give enough helpful bits in that short period well, of time. Yeah. It's a way to give back to our community. <laughs> and also I, we appreciate so much when people, uh, just, you know, here's my baby here's yeah. for you to look at uh-huh. and to pick it apart. And, and we appreciate that opportunity because it's learning for us too. It, every single pod added comes with a different set of challenges and different mm-hmm. set of, of things that they want to improve. Mm-hmm. So it's been a learning, a learning experience for us too. Yeah. Well, and I think that's really good that you guys say that. I think a lot of um, old school conversations are like, well, I'm coming to you for this consultation. I expect you to know the answer. And the answer right now, particularly around social media and podcasting is, I don't know. Here's what I know right now, but this is changing and evolving so fast. In five mm-hmm. minutes, we might have a whole different conversation. And I think that truth and transparency is really, really critical uh, for the consumer to understand like, okay, they're going to do the best they can right now. And honestly, in, in a month, this might be completely different. And we'll talk about it then. It's not like, here's the answer. You press go and you're good forever. This, I mean, it's a continued evolving combo mm-hmm. in space. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the evolution's real and that's why it's out there. And that's one reason I really felt comfortable jumping into the game totally blind because... I knew enough to like, eh, no, I don't know that that many people really know what they're doing. So we're just going to go out there. A few do. And well, you know, I'm a newbie, so that's okay. We're just going to wear that hat. Um, uh-huh. But I was also okay with people seeing the evolution. Like, I think it's gotten better from our, our cast one to now. And then all the things I've learned and hopefully as people watch and, and tune in, they can be like, Oh, here's how she started. We started equally as raw. And now mm-hmm. here's how it kind of evolved. Um, I think you guys kind of looked good from the beginning as I dug into some of your older ones, but, uh, <laughs> well, don't watch our, our older YouTube videos. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, that's where mine are going to start there, but that's okay. Oh my gosh. Steven's freakouts. 
I have some pretty major freakups. You would think that Veronica was the diva, but the, the first YouTube video we tried to make, um, I was like, so do I need makeup? I you put know? makeup on him. And I, uh, I turned into a prima donna and freaked out. I don't even think we kept any of that footage from that night. It oh, I think you should. Oh, it, it didn't see the light. It was a complete meltdown. And I still have those meltdowns a lot too. It's really hard for me to transition to video yeah. for that reason and be in front of the camera. Um, but I'm finally starting after about like 70, 80 videos, I'm starting to feel comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. I think the audience likes to see that human side of the brand, which it's really just who you are because Uh it's like, oh, then it relieves pressure and and it just makes you more human. And again, we grew up in a day and age in a marketing world of consuming all the media we did where it's like perfect and it's polished and it's put together and it's Mm -hmm. robotic. That's not it anymore. You see these TikTok videos that have millions of views and it's like the kitchen and there's dirty dishes and grandma's in the yeah. back petting the dog. And I mean, <laughs> there's this real like authenticity and rawness that yes. our young humans gravitate towards. And it's almost part of the the ethos of it. So those human diva moments, man, you got to just embrace them. You could be Mariah yeah. Carey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, some of... I know that we have uh, an Instagram coach that we uh, subscribe to a lot and she sometimes pops on crying, you know, just mm-hmm. it's really hard being having business, meltdowns, having meltdowns okay. right on her stories. And I think that's has a lot to do with that authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a in a, one of our previous videos. I was happy about this little Steveism, which was uh, <laughs> transparency is trending as well. Uh, I like <laughs> that. Yes. Yeah. You know, because it is. I think that people really like to see just they they want to know that you're honest and that you're just being. Yeah, honest. and it's so liberating. Mm-hmm. It is so yes. liberating that you can just start working and start doing without thinking too much about what people are going to think about mm-hmm. about you. Because that's that's um, one of the things that kept me away from the microphone mm-hmm. when we when we started the pod sound school. It was just Stephen because I was like there was no way that I would speak into a microphone. I'm like, are you kidding me? I have an accent. <laughs> <laughs> My first language is Spanish. It's not English. There's just absolutely no way that I'm going to be a podcaster. Hell no. Yeah. Uh, That's a your brand though. And then, just, <laughs> and then one day I was just like, well, yeah, let's try it. And I was sweating. I was, I, uh-huh. I think I almost fainted. It was, I was facing mm. my, my biggest fear. I mean, there was a reason why in law school, I decided not to be a trial attorney. I didn't want to be uh, in, in a courtroom in front of a, in front of a judge. No, I just wanted to be in my cubicle, like hiding from the world. And this is like, has pushed me into <laughs> out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. like you have no idea and then and so and I try to tell that to my clients and to people in my com- my community if I did it you can do it too mm-hmm. it's just you have to like get over your insecurities and start doing yeah. it like kind of go deaf and blind to whatever is 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 happening around you or the comments or mm-hmm. just do it yeah and that's she touched on what I think my favorite piece about podcasting is is that the tran the transformational stuff that mm-hmm. happens and that you are sort of forced to face some of your own insecurities. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, when you listen to that first recording is oh yeah, oh, and it's so is uh, that so awful? And I say like that that many times. Uh, the, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the like <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's horrible. 
I, it's such good. Like you were saying though, it's such good life skills. Like we need this off the mic, like in real world to like, just go out there, just jump in the dance class or do whatever you're going to do mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just try it. And as you get older, cause kiddos just run on the playground. They have no idea what's going on. They might not even have pants on. They're just doing whatever. And they try and fail. We, as you, the older you get, you don't try and fail that much. I and, know. Right. Now you got to do it on I, camera. <laughs> See yourself. Yeah, it. I think I'm I've been robbed of, I think I started to be very self-conscious about pretty much everything when I was 10 or 12. And then now that I'm in my 40s, I just turned 40 and I'm like, I don't even care. (laughs) So it's been like 30 years of me dealing with insecurities and holding myself back. And Uh now you hit 40s and it's like, yeah, game is on. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to make it happen because the clock is ticking. (laughs) I'm going to die soon. How, how mm-hmm. awesome is that for our young? I mean, I, I always say our young girls, so I'm such an advocate for like women in sports and stuff because all these life skills happen so early. But for our young fellows too, like how cool is that for them to see someone like you speak so transparently and talk about that and they get to hear that at, you know, 10 to 12 versus 39 and 40 and what have you. Like, that's so mm-hmm. awesome. That's huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's, and that's kind of what we're trying to, you know, even with our kids and everything else. Yeah. Is, is that authenticity is very powerful in that way because it, teaches that authenticity yeah. to be able to stand in your own, in your own light and, and be your own broadcast station, you know, because mm-hmm. yeah. that's the other thing that's so powerful about it is rather than consuming all this content and swiping and swiping and scrolling and scrolling, uh, you could actually be your own broadcast station. You can project your energy you can create. into mm-hmm. the world and it's really crazy to think about. Um, it's insane, you know, like we were just, and you take these small steps forward into having a podcast and then before you know it, you know, we're meeting people like you, we're in Florida yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. Now we're on your podcast. Mm-hmm. We have friends from all over the world. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. It's so fun. And it does, it definitely uh, helps during these times as well too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then not to mention also the business side of things is really cool too. And you can take what you learn in the in your podcast to develop a lot of authority on a topic. So whatever the topic of your podcast is after 20 or 30 episodes and after some interviews or especially if you do the interview style podcast, you get like free coaching from some of your yeah. um, uh, role models. You know, mm-hmm. you have your role models. They get your- to sit down with you for an hour and, and, and talk about their art and uh-huh. their skills and their training. And then before, cool. before you know it, you went from being like a curator of content uh, to being like an authority. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty valuable. You just get so immersed in your, in your subject that mm-hmm. yeah, eventually you become an authority mm-hmm. and that's happening to one of our clients. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I agree with you. I think when you couple kind of like your life skills, who you are, your personality, then your, your passion comes in and you're totally in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing. You mm-hmm. see it. And the cool thing about podcasting and video and stuff is you can really, you can literally see it for you, but the audience can see through it night and day. Like, you know, when like the stars align and you've got something really golden that has, this is perfect. And you can't fake that. Like it either it's in alignment or it's not. And you can particularly my, my type A, like hard charging humans, they're going to make something work. We, I got these degrees or I've trained for this and da, 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 And it might be, that might not be your thing. And you can tell when it's mm-hmm. out of alignment, they're good at trying to stay in it. But the second you get out of it and you try something and it, then you are in alignment, it's night and day and everyone around you can see it. And that's when your message is so powerful. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's you guys like in a nutshell. Uh, oh, I kind of feel you. like we're in a little nutshell. You are. You are. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I, I think just the, uh, 
demonstration of how you guys are a team is so critical for humanity and for business conversation. You need to, like we did my audit, you talked about wearing three hats, uh, the producer, the recorder and something else. That's, it, yeah. it's so hard to do that. So at some point when you can outsource that or be fortunate enough, like you guys to have a yin and yang, a team and get good mm -hmm. people on your team to help certain portions of your cast, your voice, your video, whatever, it's that much better. And you get to work with people and they can be the boss or authority at their little respective piece. And then you bring your piece to the mm -hmm. table and collectively yeah. mm -hmm. that's huge. I, that's a piece of advice I would put out there, like start humble, start doing your own thing, but then slowly gather your team. So each piece can be done by that professional in their own space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then also on that note, document the type of work that you do and especially the tedious work you do that would be easy to um, give to somebody delegate. else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, delegate. Um, so that when it does come time to hire on people, you know very specifically what to tell mm -hmm. them to do. We've made a lot of mistakes with hiring people because we think that they're an expert. And we're like, hey, you take it and run with it. And mm -hmm. they just, they needed more specific mm -hmm. uh, instructions with that. Yeah. Um, and also another thing is that you want to hire people who is going to really make an impact on on your business or your podcast. Something mm -hmm. that, yeah, somebody who is going to come because we hire somebody to handle something that was not making us grow. So that we are investing in something that is just not useful. So make sure that when you're hiring somebody that you're going to hire to that person to handle something that it's uh, that is producing something for you of value. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And I, I like what you, what uh, that when you're talking about the many different hats, I think that's the other thing too is, and then you talk about the passion again, and that's where I'm really, really believe strongly in the fun because uh, the three things that I mentioned that you have to be in a podcast is you have to be the talent and you have to be the producer and you have to be the technician. So the talent is in the mic and the producer is the person who has the vision of how you're going to piece the episodes together. Is there going to be segments? Is there going to be music? And then the, um, the technician is the editor and the person who just does all those media, you know, those tedious tasks. Well, I kind of took that in a way from a book I read in the nineties. I think it was called <laughs> the E-Myth, oh, which is okay. the, yeah, the entrepreneurial myth. And in that book, they talk about, uh, he, uh, the author talks about how in a, when you're first starting a business, you have to balance three personalities and it's the entrepreneur, the manager, and the technician. And there's no other choice you have, but to be that, be a superhuman at first and manage all those mm -hmm. until you can delegate. Yeah. Hire. And that just forces you to learn every single thing. And then when it's time for you to delegate, you're going to be speaking the same language that the person that you just hired. So you know about social media, uh -huh. you, you understand the audio production. So you know what, what are some of the things that you mm -hmm. want that person, you speak their language. Yeah. So that's why I think it's good. It's a good experience to start doing it all. Uh -huh. And then you start delegating and you speak that language. Yeah. That's why totally. we encourage, like when we work with our clients, when they're first starting out, we encourage courage they go through a little tutorial process of the editing process even if they're planning on hiring an editor because you can hire an editor for relatively inexpensive i think um there's a lot of different options for that and but if you know how to speak their language and you can give them specific notes or if you can even do a little preliminary edits before you send them your file mm -hmm. then you can save a lot of money and get a better product out of it yeah and that way you're hiring a technician but you're still the producer 
So yeah. you need to speak the language. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, with something like this, and it's just to piggyback off that, it's you, it's your voice, it's your brand, it's your face, it's everything. This is what I tell my people that are like influencers or brand ambassadors or what have you. Company can always rebrand. They can always do this. For you to rebrand and align with someone that isn't a fit, whether you're hiring or you're representing that brand, to undo mm-hmm. that is almost impossible. So you really got to keep these things close to your heart. And just like you said, you need to kind of do all the jobs so you know and you're clear on what your expectations are because they're now embracing your brand, your va- your face, your voice, and you're probably not gonna like it because it's not you right away. It's, it, it's hard to let some of those pieces go, particularly when they're gonna like, you know, take out some of your conversation or make you look a certain way or what have you. I haven't mm-hmm. met a certain entrepreneur that's like, I hired him, but it just wasn't right. And I'm like, well, no shit. That's because you wanted to do how you would do it and no one can do it the way you did it. Mm-hmm. And it, it might not be a feat, fit, but you really got to get somebody that knows and understands you and can vibe with your personality mm-hmm. because that's a, it's a huge piece of it. And it's really hard to put a brand together when you're not that brand and it's someone else's personal brand, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's really hard. It, it's, it's like finding that perfect match. Oh, uh, it looks like we just got kicked out yeah, of that live video. IG, that- I, I think they only give you an hour. We had Oh, okay. Cool. They do. Yeah. 29 peeps. I'll share it after this to my story. Um, Ooh, cool. but pretty good. Yeah. I think, I think that was worthwhile. We'll do a couple more of these. Um, yeah, but well, I want to be sensitive to your time. We'll wrap up here in like under an hour, five or minutes or so. Really just to recap, as far as starting a cast and I'll let you guys jump in, but one really lean into like the why and instead of overthinking if you're qualified or not really getting back to your authentic self and why it's important to you and what it is you have to say. Secondly, mm-hmm. <laughs> getting in like as far as logistics, equipment, some coaching, what have you, adding quality as a piece of the puzzle, which is always critical in any business or personal conversation uh, to lean into someone like you guys, so you can get some of these tools. Is there any other initial conversation steps before you even start that you guys would add to that? Um, I would just, yeah, I, I think there's the technical side of it as well, but then also look into some different content stuff and competitor analysis is huge. And in the podcast world, I would, I would call it, uh, not peer, peer analysis is a little bit better, but to look at people who are doing something similar to you or a podcast that you would just love your podcast to sound like and do some, take some notes of what they do that you like and what they do that you don't like can really help. And then also to kind of validate your podcast idea in a way, um, meaning what kind of audience is there for it. And um, because it's, you know, as you know, once you get on that podcast treadmill, it can be pretty laborious and it does take a minimum of five hours, six hours a week if you want to put out weekly episodes. And so it's a, it's a commitment. And so there's a couple boxes you want to check off before you get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I agree with Steven. I think, um, you know, start with market research, mm-hmm. uh, really, really find out what your people want from you. Cause that, that is just so important. It's important for your, for the commitment that you are putting into your project is important for, to keep you motivated is that you're putting content that people are receptive to and that people will embrace. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you, before you launch your podcast, that you 
sit down and do research and ask your people, maybe run a survey, mm-hmm. um, join Facebook groups that you know that your people are at and, and ask them questions and just validate that podcast idea. And not only at the beginning or before you launch your podcast, but also let's say that you're six months into your podcast or you're done with your with your first a season and you're want to launch your second season, then that again, you can do, but at that point, you're going to have your followers on Instagram. You're going to have people on, on your Facebook mm-hmm. and maybe you have a Facebook group and then you can really ask them, Hey, what do you, what do you guys need help with? Or mm-hmm. what do you think it would be, you know, good content for me to produce for you guys? So just having that communication with your audience and your people that will will make it so much more rewarding yeah, and, I think and fun. What we're touching on is it's really cool when you get listeners. You know, that's what makes it so worth it. So mm-hmm. if you take a little bit, it, it's so tempting to just when you're first getting in podcasting, just to just to throw yourself out there and do it. But if you take just and I'm not talking like weeks and weeks, just a couple of days to do some competitor research and stuff mm-hmm. that can help. And then like you mentioned earlier, it's something you constantly have to do every couple of months because yeah. things change so quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that that's with the, um, uh, <laughs> to wrap up. Yeah. There was those two things like mm-hmm. uh, you really want to really just let that imposter syndrome go, be the badass that you are, just be mm-hmm. true to who yourself. You have a message to share. If you've had mm-hmm. the idea to do it, you need to follow through with mm-hmm. it. Now's the perfect time. Yeah, and to also start. don't listen to people who are discouraging you not to start. Yeah, there if is. If you have it in your heart, if you have that call, and if you wake up every day with that, you know, when you want to do something and you have that thought, that thought in the back of your mind, like constantly just act upon it and don't listen to others. Just, just do it. Yeah, just move forward. It's really cool. And you can really travel through this cosmos of the virtual mm-hmm. space, you can really m- travel towards new destinations in your life by starting mm-hmm. a podcast. I've been a rebel my whole life. So when people tell me not to do something, <laughs> I just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Like all law school, I don't think you will, you can make it to law school. Mm-hmm. Well, I made it to law school or I don't think you'll, you'll survive the first year. Well, I did survive the first year. <laughs> well, uh, you're going to be able to graduate. I graduated. So <laughs> so it's just like when people tell you no, oh, that should be your motivation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I'm and just going to prove them wrong. With those other things, there's a podcast. About if it's it. good for you, obviously. Yeah. And then like, you know, there's a podcast about everything or the, it's an oversaturated market. I mean, just imagine if in the early days of YouTube or blogging, if people were to, to listen to that, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, I mean, what is there, a billion active users on Instagram? Mm-hmm. You're, you're looking at maybe four or 500,000 active podcasts. That's mm-hmm. nothing. It's a very small number. I thought they, what, PodFest, didn't he say it's like a million and only 200,000 or something are actually like past five episodes? Or it, it, mm-hmm. it blew my mind. There was, because even a million is not that many. I mean, I think you're yeah. no. podcast all the time. That's not that many. And then to know that only a percentage of that actually is five or more episodes. And even then they're still kind of like, not really a commitment. It's just like a thing that happened. Uh, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, that's way less than I thought. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not that yes. many at all. So to stand out, all you need is uh, a little bit of a strategy All you, and and you can learn as you grow and mm-hmm. you're going to stand out if you're, if you're consistent and you come up with a... So that's the other thing to begin with is you structure your podcast. How often am I going to release my episodes? How long are my episodes going to be? Those kind of things. You make those decisions as well. And that can help you as well. Just to stay on the podcast treadmill. Mm -hmm. Because it gets hard. And keep showing up. Keep keep doing it. 
keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And if you're late or you're not going to, sh- you know, life gets in the way, just hop on your RSS, hop on your podcast and make a little episode and say, um, hey guys, so guess what? I fell down in the shower. So we're going to, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever it is. And you're, like you said, the transparency, your listeners will appreciate that. And it's fun. You can do whatever you want to do. The only limits are your imagination, you know. Totally. Mm-hmm. And we can do it quarantine. Like I now is I was such an advocate. I know, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was such an advocate before of like people using their voice in general. And then I was like, well, girlfriend, you better start a podcasting because you're saying it. So we did. Uh, but now in this day and age, it we can do this right now. There's tools out there. There's community out there. I've always been mm-hmm. um, a competitor by heart. I'm an athlete. And in business space, I'm such uh, an advocate of collaboration. There's no need to worry about being competitive. We're both podcasters. And I think there's such Mm -hmm. power in working together and finding a way. There's billions of humans. There's enough audience for everybody. Mm -hmm. It's such a welcoming, warm space. It's a community. There's just so many upsides to it, particularly in a time right now when we're quarantined. And, you know, we can learn and evolve and discuss and communicate. There's just, it's a lot of uh, positives and there's so much space to grow. So... Yeah, it's mm-hmm. really cool. Echoing all that you guys said. Yeah. Uh, where do we Where do we find you guys? Give me everything. You guys have a free master class. Like, give me all the things. Where do we find yes. you? Everything. So that would be fun. It uh, actually, we are doing a series of the same master class presentations because mm-hmm. we've been being hit up like crazy. Our clients are throwing people at us. Everybody wants to start a podcast. Yes. I think for these reasons in quarantine, it's like okay, now it's time. I have some extra time. So we're doing a free masterclass that's the four-step process and to just get you out of the gate swinging with a cool podcast mm-hmm. and that uh, you can register for that and the dates will, the four different dates at podcastingsmart.com slash register. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool for a free masterclass. And then like I mentioned too, we also are in launching a course that's like an intensive seven-week boot camp, like podcasters boot camp course that's going to hold you accountable. And like really, if you want to be mm-hmm. a professional podcaster. Yeah, we're both going to be teaching. So that's going to be... Yeah, it's kind of fun to have the fun. two teaching styles and you have two instructors because um, I know my face can be a little <laughs> intimidating you know, to look at. But the... So that you can also find it just going to podcastingsmart.com without the slash Mm -hmm. register. Yeah, you can find us also on social media. We are pretty much everywhere. Uh, Yeah, just even on TikTok. Yeah, (laughs) we we decided to get into TikTok. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, iPad, Sounds Cool. I love it. I'll, I'll post all this, but I always love to hear you guys say it uh, just in case somebody's in the car or something. Uh, we'll check you out on TikTok. That's kind of my new thing. And ironically, I think that chimes more with my personality than any of the other forums. <laughs> like just jumping around like a wild animal. And, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that might end up. That sounds great. Yeah. That might end up being the best non-strategic piece of my entire brand slash platform. We'll see. It was just so much fun. It is. And we need some inspiration there too. So yeah, we'll de- we definitely, do. Yeah, we only check. have like four videos. We also have a couple of videos. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine are terrible. I think I had some tequilas. I did like an Easter cheers or you can look at it. I mean, it's out there, but I'll follow you guys. And that will be a good accountability piece. And um, I loved what you were. I have not. YouTube's been on my agenda. So anyone that's listening, it's maybe a little bit more advanced in the podcast game. Check them out as far as their YouTube conversation. I'm late to the game there. We're getting into it. I've got a couple videos posted right now for an event we're doing with Red Bull uh, Wings for Life. I'll give that a quick shout out. I know I'll have this cast up, but it's uh, raising money for spinal cord injuries. Every dollar that comes in goes to the cause because Red Bull fronts all the uh, expenditures around it, the expenses. So that's we talked about that on some of these social platforms. But I think you guys talk about these other angles that really benefit and fuel the cast, YouTube uh-huh. and everything. I think that's a huge piece of it as well as tackling all those different angles. So 
Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And putting on the different hats. So you start as a podcast, then you're going to be a social media guru and you're also going to be a YouTuber and mm-hmm. probably a TikToker as well. It's just mm-hmm. what you realize is that you're entertaining and you have different stages that you go entertain on. It's mm-hmm. not just the podcast. Yeah. Really. So, well, I'm glad uh, you guys are comfortable now because it's literally like once you get into it, it's like all these cameras and angles and platforms. And even I'm like, okay, this is, it's a lot of food right now. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh huh. It's a lot, but you don't have to. You, that's what I'm saying. Don't be overwhelmed. You can pick one. You can pick one social platform to start on. Mm-hmm. Just do your podcast. Do Twitter if that's where your people are. Do Instagram if that's where your people are. I really agree. Just, do you guys you know, have one yeah. main tip for YouTube you could share, or is there too many? One tips main too? tip. Uh, maybe I could even do like three main okay. tips for you. Hey, there's no rule here. Tip, follow your heart. Yeah. Tip number one is always start your video off within the first little bit of your video and actually ask people to subscribe to your channel. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, and also tell your people what the the channel is about, what they're going to be learning in your channel. And and then the second tip is do the, what do they call it, the bait and the hook and bait or something, but give them a reason to stick around till Mm -hmm. the end of the video. Audience retention is one of the algorithmic things that YouTube looks at to suggest your videos to people. Okay. So if if people are watching your whole video, then that's going to really help your channel grow. So say, make sure you stick around till the end of this video. I have five tips and number five is the best. Or mm-hmm. uh, you won't want to miss the end of the video where I fall out of my chair. Yeah. It's embarrassing <laughs> or whatever it is. Um, that's tip number two. Okay. <laughs> Do that every single then, video? Every single uh-huh. video you and should. ask people to like your video and to subscribe and to, to your subscribe channel. To every your channel. single video. We didn't do that first because it feels really awkward. Mm-hmm. And it's once, like duh, people. Yeah, are, they know. You know they uh, like us. They will subscribe. No, you have to tell them. Yeah, you have to say subscribe to my channel. Find mm-hmm. a way that it feels comfortable and say it every single video. And then the third one is do some keyword research, but that's a big combo. That's a huge. Yeah. Yeah. Podfest actually covered a lot of that. I thought that was really good. And I have notes and I'm looking at my notes like, okay, I got to hire someone for this. But uh, I I, I agree. There's a lot. There's so much to know once you really get into it. Still Uh, encouraging people to just start. But these guys are such phenomenal resources for all for anyone jumping into the game. YouTube, uh, podcast, social. uh, Reach out to these guys. Sounds like you guys already get pretty busy, but. We're making the push. Yeah. We're, I don't know how we managed to, to, to get it all done, but like, that's what I said. We just say, are we having fun? And sometimes we just have to stop and say, uh, this isn't very fun and yeah. we're mm-hmm. not going to hit this one deadline, but that's okay because we're only humans and, mm-hmm. and just keep moving forward. You know, I completely so. agree. Well, I hope this was fun. Cause I had a blast with you. Right? It was yeah. so much fun. I was excited because we had so one much of the funnest interviews we've yeah. had. Yeah. And we had so much fun talking in Orlando too. I yeah. Just, uh, that was a lot of fun too. With so. Larry. Larry, I, I, I told him, I'm like, we got to do a cast soon too. And, uh, he's, uh-huh. he's another wild animal that I love. The, oh yeah. The personalities <laughs> out there and the angles on life, uh-huh. it just warmed my soul all the way around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. For yeah, thank you for having us. us. Thank you guys. I appreciate your time and energy. I can't wait to see you again in person. I will post all your information. Um, please keep me updated on what you're doing. I'm always happy to reshare, repost, talk about the masterclass. Uh, you were kind enough to help me in the audit, which was truly helpful. Um, cool. Anything else that's helpful. I'm all about the collaboration. So please reach out. And I genuinely. Yeah. And likewise, you. reach out mm-hmm. to us too. If you have any YouTube questions, mm-hmm. I'll totally send you into some cool things. I already have some tutorial videos I've done for clients that I could just share with you about some okay. things like that too, mm-hmm. that might work for you. So mm-hmm. I am, yeah. I'm all ears and eyes to all of that. So I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. But enjoy yourself. Stay safe out there. And I hope to really see you guys soon.
Okay. Yay, and thank then, you. Um, oh, yeah. And before we go, too, I know it's still recording, but I wanted to, uh, one thing I was going to mention about um, Instagram, if you were going to do this again, yes. is uh, we had this, there's this little adapter you could buy that allows you to put the sound from your computer into your phone. What? Um, that's Yeah, that's pretty cool uh, because you, and I don't know on your uh, focus, right? Does it have two headphone outputs on it? No, it just has the, let me see. I, Larry actually told me to upgrade to another thing and he's told me 10 times it was and I can't remember, but no, there's just one. There's this one output. I can turn it. I've got it on a stack oh, yeah, of magazines. See, it's just this. Oh right yeah. There. That's. Yeah, that's a great little guy, though. I love that audio interface. So that's the and um, you could always get a headphone splitter, too. But I do that, have and that. There is, I've got the little audio jack thing that one makes it into two. One makes it into two. Yeah. And then there's this thing I'll send it over to you. It's called the iRig. And it it's kind of meant for people to be able to plug their guitar into their phone to record their guitar. But it works with your uh audio output of your interface. So if you could, you would have to go into the software and figure out how to hear yourself. Okay. Right. Um, but it, once you did that and it wouldn't be very hard because your focus, right. Came with software that is somewhere in your computer that you can open it up and it gives you the dashboard of the, how things work with that inner audio interface. Right? Okay. Okay. And in there somewhere, you just have to probably Google like, um, actually what you'd probably I could, I'll just Google for you and send it to you later because it's uh, probably um, input monitoring is probably what it's called, which is horrible. But I just think it's a cool little tip because we tried it with Instagram once and it worked really cool because mm -hmm. we were able to put our podcast microphone outputs directly into Instagram Live, which is just that extra touch of yeah. like, professionalism. And then it reports yeah. equally as well, like on Squadcast and everything else. Yeah, because if you're just, all you're doing is interrupting your headphone output. So it's almost like just a second pair of headphones if you had a co-host oh, okay. and you just put that headphone output into your phone and then Instagram and then you could turn your phone around on your laptop like you were doing with us and that way it would have really good sound of us and you uh, but also be, you know, that's just that's kind awesome. of fun thing. Well, I think I'm going to keep yeah. doing them live and I don't know if that works against me potentially getting downloads or I don't even care. Um, but I think I'm going to just keep doing them live just so it's there and if people want to pop in and I just think it's a great point of connection, particularly when we're disconnected literally right now. Yeah, I think you totally should because I don't think it'll hurt your downloads because I feel like, I don't know, I always think that people are on one platform and they're not going to leave it. So right. you'll have your people that watch you live and they probably would never convert to a podcast listener anyway. Oh, okay. So I actually agree with you that. Well, yeah, you may as well just uh, entertain them there. Or they may watch just a, a few minutes of your live streaming and then be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to listen to this episode later. Or eventually they'll when be like, When she posts this episode because it mm -hmm. sounds that interesting. And they'll just see that they love that you come on live and eventually they'll be like, oh, I know she has a podcast maybe two months later. I'm going to go check it out. You know? mm -hmm. It's really hard to convert people on social to come over and listen to your damn Yeah. Show. Well, I think our younger people, I don't know. I think they check a lot of these boxes. I think over 25, it, it gets a little bit harder. Under 25, mm -hmm. I think TikTok, Instagram, this, YouTube, like they'll, it's like the kind of way they purchase consumer packaged goods. Like older people will stay loyal to like their same beer forever. Youngers will be like, uh -huh. what's on sale? What's this? And they'll just try different things. Uh, oh, interesting. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, at least I see that in the marketing world a ton. I don't know. Uh, I haven't done enough research in like digital space to see, but I think that would be, I think it'd cross over. 
Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, also, a side note, you guys are pitching a lot of these products. Have you guys reached out to the companies or companies, have they reached out to you to be like sponsors or ambassadors? Because you are a phenomenal um, ambassadors of all these things and they should be compensating you. Just Yeah, my- I know. We're, we're thinking about it. There was actually, whoa, there's actually one company that, a microphone company that hit us up. Um, we're going to get to that for sure, to those ambassadors and those affiliates. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just being very, uh, a little peaky with the stuff that we... Oh, I would say, no rush. I completely... Yeah. Be, I mean, again, it's just like the branding, be careful with you align with. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, as an angle, I think that's, you guys are already putting it out there anyways. I think it... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, Simplecast as a podcast host that we're affiliates with. Okay. Everybody has their affiliate program. And mm-hmm. then we have ConvertKit for email marketing that we're an affiliate mm-hmm. with that we try to send people over to there. And then Squadcast too, we're Squadcast affiliates as well. Mm-hmm. And Squadcast is cool. If you're not an affiliate, you should be because they, they're one of the residual kind of affiliates. Oh, okay. I'm not. All right, Kat. Yeah. And I think you mm-hmm. could sign up for it. And and if you're going live on Instagram all the time and you're like, hey, this Squadcast, shout out to Squadcast. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get a chance to meet the Squadcast I did. guys I saw in them, Orlando? I saw them get their award, but I didn't get to meet them. I don't think personally. I mean, you know, it was mm-hmm. a lot going on and I had a bottle yeah. of tequila, but it was, yeah. um, <laughs> I don't think I got to meet them, unfortunately, but I saw the oh, yeah. and stuff. I think you'd really like Zach and mm-hmm. um, Rock too. Um, they're really cool guys. Uh, but yeah, you should look into their affiliate program as well because they give you, is it 10% or 15%? I don't remember. But it's uh, constant. That's very good. I remember. So it's like $20 a month. You would get $2 a month as long as that person stays a Squadcast Oh, person. wow. Okay. Well, I always want to support yes. the kind of local cause that had come up literally from podcast community. So we're 100% here for uh, that. But mm-hmm. I will definitely uh, link. Yeah, they're a family-owned business. Family-owned yeah. business. You're the brothers, really cool. right? Yeah, and yeah. then brothers and one best friend mm-hmm. that they like grew up together. So they're basically brothers. I yeah. love it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll be okay, cool. up for everything. So stand by. I'm glad you're yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, and with the Squadcast thing too, I don't know if you do this, but I, I always co- have Veronica to depressed to stop recording before we actually hang up for a couple minutes. Okay. Um, uh, I would recommend doing that because I, I do that. Yeah. If you just thank you for joining turmeric and tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Tune in next time. And don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.